We pray that the Word of God will come alive in your heart as you listen. I had an instance one time where I prayed with a woman who had... Uh, arthritis and she was on a walker and anyway I prayed with her she was instantly set free. Put the walker up in the air and walked around. It was amazing. But the next night she was on the walker again. And I asked her what happened, and she said by the time she got to her car, that she was all stoved up with pain again, and she came back and asked for prayer. I said, well, there's got to be a systemic problem. There is something you've done that's allowed this arthritis to come in. To your life. And I said, let's pray. And I mean, we started praying within seconds. I said, God's just dealing with me that you've got unforgiveness towards somebody. And instantly, she knew who I was talking about. And this has been probably 30 to 40 years ago. She was an older woman, maybe in her 60s. At that time, and when she was young, like in her 20s or something, so that could have been as much as 80 years ago or something like this. She got pregnant and her boyfriend wouldn't marry her and you know back 80 years ago Man this was just a stigma nowadays it's pretty commonplace and it's not People don't respond the same, but she was ostracized. Her child was treated badly. She hated this man. And for 40 years, she had just harbored this hatred. Towards this man. And anyway, through the gifts of the Spirit, God told me this. And she... Told me the situation. And then I said, you've got to forgive him. So she prayed. And she let this thing go and she forgave him. 
and let go of it. And did you know before I could pray for her to be healed? Nabiye sonyu wira dalano. Ochimanyi inti nalisi nabana kumusa bila kulaba angafuna kwenye zewa. She put that walker over her head and walked out and she didn't have any pain. Yakwata bukwa sika na galike yaliata ambuza na akateka kumutwe na afuruma na agena ngataina vulumi wona. And that's how Satan was gaining access to her. Ulaba antikati watu sitani wa yaliafu no mwaga nyambulambu wa mucharono. If you go live in sin, you are going to give Satan a free shot at you to come steal, kill, and to destroy. So you do not want to live in sin. It is crazy. If you're living in sin, stop it. If you're living in sin, you're stupid. But I'm saying God loves you, stupid. He loves you independent of your action. But he loves you so much, he'll tell you to quit doing these things. Not because you have to quit doing something and live holy in order for him to accept you. He accepts you by grace. But you need to quit living in sin so that Satan won't gain an access to you. I still believe in holiness. I still preach that you should live a holy life. And I live a holy life, but I don't do it to please God. Living holy doesn't make God love me more. But it makes me love God more. Living holy doesn't earn God's favor in my life. But it will stop the devil from having access to me. And so I still live holy and I still follow the Lord, but I don't do it. As the basis of my relationship, I receive what Jesus did for me. By grace, through faith. In verse 17, it says, But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed the heart, from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of man because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness and unto and, and to iniquity, unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness 
and holiness. Mubuntu oruobu nafu obuo mubili kwa mwe Kubanga mwemua wanga yo ebitundu bya mwe Okuba abadu eri obu guagwa Neri obu jemu okujemanga buemu chokakanu Mwenga yo ebitundu bya mwe Okubanga abadu eri obu tukirivu okutukuzibwa In other words he's saying in the same way that you served the devil And you gave yourself totally over to him now Mbufunza agamba ntingawe mwe wanga yokuweleza sitani katimungiri yemu. Now that you're born again, you ought to give yourself totally over to God. Kemuli nti mwazali wabuja katimwewe yonate ilikatonda. It shouldn't still have one foot in the world. You just need to commit to God. Tumuina kubera wonge chigere chimuchichari monsi wabula muino kwewe rayo daliri katonda. And look at this here at the end of chapter 6. This is just some powerful. Truths right here in verse 20. It says, For when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. Now think about this just a moment. What's it talking about when you were a servant to sin? This same terminology was used in verse 17 down here. If you look at it and read it in context, this is talking about before you got born again, before you were a child of God, you were free from righteousness. And when it says free from righteousness, this isn't this isn't saying that you couldn't have done anything that was right. Even before you got born again. You did things that were right. You helped somebody across the street. You were kind to someone. You did something good. This isn't saying that you couldn't do anything good, but what it is saying that before you get born again, your goodness couldn't change your sinful nature. You were by nature a child of the devil and you had to be born again. Your goodness couldn't change your badness. And I think that everybody could agree with that. That is exactly what Romans chapter 6 verse 20 is talking about. And then in verse 21 it says, What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. In verse 22 it says, But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Now compare verse 22 and verse 20. 
kati njaga logere gerenye in verse 20, it says you were the servants of sin. That's talking about before you were born again. Now in verse 22, it talks about becoming servants to God. So that's talking about after you are born again. And in verse 20, it says you were free from righteousness. That didn't mean you couldn't do anything right. But it meant that your righteous acts couldn't change your sinful nature. Your goodness couldn't change your badness. You were by nature a sinner. And doing good things didn't change that. You had to be born again. Well, now, down in verse 22, it says you are made free from sin. If free from righteousness, meant that you could still do right things, but it wouldn't change your nature. Well, now it says you are made free from sin. That doesn't mean that you can't sin. A Christian can sin, but that sin doesn't change your righteous nature any more than your goodness changed your sinful nature. Man, that is powerful what I've just said right there. And again, the average Christian does not understand this. The average Christian believes that God is imputing their sins unto them. As long as they live good, then everything is good. But if they mess up, then they just feel like, oh God, how could you love me? And they don't feel bold. To be able to stand on the promises of God because you don't deserve it. This is saying that you don't deserve it, but your sin does not change your righteous nature any more than your goodness changed your sinful nature. God is a spirit. John chapter 4, verse 24. Says that God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is looking at you in the spirit. 
katonda akutunulira ngaita mumoyo and he is dealing with you based on your born again spirit era ye katonda engeri jakomako era nangeri jakwatagana munawe kuyita mumoyo wo muchitundu cho echo moyo echazalibwo obujjo bwechalukoka your new nature and he is dealing with you by grace echo chechukula cho echipyakati norecho katika tonda akolagana nawe okuyita mukisa so your sin does not keep god from giving you something katicho ino kutegera anti echibicho techidetera katonda kumulemesa kubanga abako chakola mubulamubo and i know that there's people just appalled that i said that but that's what these verses are saying manyinde daranti katwaluwa gamba ayogera bichebyo banange uyo naye atebya wandikwa chibitugamba wano let me ask you this if sin kept god from moving in your life nekati kasokembe ko chenkubuza dala singe chibichi ali chilemesa katondo kubanga akola mubulamubo then which sin is it kati njagala nkubuza chibichi echo that's going to stop him echo chigendo mulemesa well then you have to start categorizing sins and kati manyide deranti ogena kutandika kati ebibi okuta okubanga bulichimu ochiwa ekitulubali yacho you have to say well it's the big sins kati inzo kutandiko gamba mm, bine bibi ebinene adultery lying murder stealing mbobwenzi okuba okulimba okuta something like that and you start categorizing sins obori awo ebintu ebifananiza ko bwebitu koga otandiko ebibyo kubiwe mitendera but i've used this verse before james chapter 2 verse 10 na yatu nolunyina lukozesa da emabega ko mu oli mu yakobo 2:10 olugamba says if you keep the whole law and yet offend in one point you become guilty of all unti bwokuma amateka gonna na yeno gwamu limu oba ofuse nga alemedwa gona so if you look at it from god's standpoint romans 14:23 nebo chiraba nga katonda bwachiraba barumi 19:23 says whatsoever is not a faith is sin agamanti bulichindu chone chitaba mukukiriza chechibi if sin you know if sin is sin bwachibange chibi chibi well then if you aren't in faith chitegeza ntuwo wanga tuli mukukiriza that sin that would stop god from operating It, if you uh, say for instance did 99 things right and one thing wrong katikangize singoko ze bintu kyenda mu mwenda byonanga bitufu neno okulayo chimu ngachicham it says james 2:10 if you keep the whole law and yet offend in one point you're guilty of all na yatenga yakobo 2:10 agamanti wokola mateka gonana eno olemwa mulimu gonna oboga lemedwa so even if you only do one bad thing out of a Nurecho kati nwo okola yo echibichimu mukwebyo ebirungi chikumi 99 things you did right you don't get anything kankubulire echenda mu mwenda ebirungi byokoze nengo echimucho lemedwe chikulemeso okukola okufuna byonna you broke the whole thing kubanga oboma zo kulemererwa mugona it's like if you had a huge glass in front of me and you you could shoot a bullet through it and make chiringa kati singo badoli ne glass mu masogo osobola okujukubesasi a small hole or you could run a truck through that glass osobola obokujukubamu katuli katini obosobola okujisako obana mpira gwa motoka it doesn't matter about what size the hole is how techikola makuru obate chiri kubunene bwa chituli echize mu glass big the infraction is if you break the glass the whole glass has to be replaced obolu atikoluze mu glass naye chikuru chiri nti glass webezeko akantu konaka atika 
yetaga kubange chusibwa. That's the way the law of God is. Namateka kakatonda nwega tuwegali. You may keep 9999 things out that's what the Bible teaches. So if you're going to say that God couldn't answer your prayer, God, God can't fellowship with the person that has sin in their life. Well then, if you miss it in one point, God will never fellowship with you. And and that's the reason people who believe those kind of things cannot see the power of God manifest in their life. I go back to Romans chapter 1 verse 16 where Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it, this nearly too good to be true news is the power of God unto salvation. And the reason people aren't seeing power in their life is because they aren't relating to God through the gospel, through the good news. They are still relating to God based on performance. Adhering to the Old Testament law. And their own conscience condemns them because they know that they aren't perfect. And they just can't believe that God would flow through someone like them. They know their problems. You know, you've heard me say that I've seen multiple people raised from the dead. I've seen blind eyes open and things like this. And many of you believe that God does those things. You believe it's possible. And if somebody was to die in a service, if you were there with me and a person died, and if I said, praise God, I've seen people raised from the dead. What, how many of you believe that God can raise this person from the dead? Most people would just be, yes, I believe it. You'd want to see it. But I could lose most of you when I say, all right, if you believe it, you come up here and pray for him. And all of a sudden, your faith turns to fear. Your excitement turns to dread. What happened? What changed? Did you believe that God quit doing miracles? 
No, you still believe in his power. You believe he has the ability, but you doubt that he would use his ability. On your behalf, because you know your failures. You, you are living under the law. But see, this is saying that your sin doesn't stop God any more than your goodness made you right with God. Does that mean that you just go live in sin? No. Because the very next verse says the wages of sin is death. There are consequences to sin. Even for a believer. Your sin nature is gone. You are now righteous in the sight of God. God still loves you by grace, but But if you go live in sin, it's going to give Satan an inroad and it will produce death. Not just physical death, but poverty, shame, depression, discouragement, fear, sickness, all of these things are form of death. They're a result of sin. The wages of sin is death, but you aren't a sinner anymore. Prior to meeting Jesus and being born again, you sinned because it was your nature to sin. But once you get born again, your nature has been changed, and if you just knew the truth, if you quit identifying with that old sinful nature, and if you knew who you were in Christ, you would live free from sin because your nature has been changed. So that's what he was talking about. And now he illustrates this by using an example about marriage. In Romans chapter 7. He says, Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth. For the woman, and now he makes a comparison to marriage. Marumi Musamvu Urusoka Katiagamantiobate Mumani Aboruganda Kubanga Ngamba Abategera Mateka 
ngamateka gafugo mtu nga chari muramu kubanga omukazi afugibwa ba katwano atandi kokolo okugeregerenya for the woman which hath a husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth but if the husband be dead she is loosed from the law of her husband Ntikubanga omukaza afugibwa banga achari muramu na ibabu afanga sumuruduwa mumateka gaba. So then, if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Orokusa tuagamanti kare wechiti obabu abanga achari muramu, buwanabanga no musajyo mulala anayiti buwanga mwenzi. Na ye babu afa, ngasumuru duwa ilia mateka, ila buwafumbiro musajyo mulala oruabasi mwenzi. You know, this is just real simple. It's saying that if you're married, you are bound by the law. And Chino no chuli kikanti changu. Kubanga chigamanti wabanga wafumbirwa, wabango limufumbo, oba ufigiba mateka. Of course, this was in a time that the women, you know, were were really ruled over by their husband. Omanyi chino chari wumu visera, angaba chara, bafugiba darabami babu. Their husband dominated everything and basically was was uh, totally in charge of everything. Jesus came along and man changed a lot of things. Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to women. That was women's lib, amen, way back 2,000 years ago. But when this was written, men just dominated and the wife had no right to go marry another if she was bound to that husband. But if the husband was dead, then she was totally free to go get married again. And he's using this as a comparison to us that before we were born again, we were bound to the law, our sin nature. Was under the dominion and control of the law. God gave the law for sinful man to restrict and hold back this sinful nature. The fear of punishment kept man from committing as much sin. But once you come to Jesus, your old man is gone. And you are now free from the law and you are not bound by the law. You aren't under its judgment and its punishment anymore. 
tochali wansi wa kusalirwa musango okwamateka oba okonerezebwa kwamateka man that's the point that is being that is being made katino munange yensonge yogerwa ko wano this is just so powerful you know if you could imagine that if a woman echo no banange chamanyi katinjagala okube mwaka fana nyinti singo muchala somehow or another went out and and got married but if she was still married to her previous husband mungeriye mobenda la singa agena na afumbiro musajjo mulala chokka ngatera ali mu bufumbo can you imagine the guilt, the condemnation, the uh, the law, the government could actually bring charges against her? And things like this, but if the husband is dead, you don't even think about this stuff. Nebi ntwebiringebyo na esinga kati omwami wo muchalo yabaya fa tajja kulowoza ku bintu ebyo webito byakubonerezebwa na kusalirwa musango Well likewise our old man our old sinful nature is dead it is not there anymore Na fakati bwetu tuli nti omuntu omukadde oyafugibwe kibi yafadda nulocho tachaliwona te Or and we are now loose from that so that we can be married unto Christ Nurecho kati echo fetuafuli wabadembe mumuntu oyu mkade tusoboloku banti kati tusoboloku yingira mufumbo ni kristu. It goes on to say in verse 4. Ayongira na gama mbarumi musamvu nya. Wherefore my brethren you are also become dead to the law by the body of Christ that you should be married to another even to him who is raised from the dead that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Ntiwechi tu aboru ganda. Ilana mwe mwafa kumateka oruo mubili kwa kristu. Mubele no mulala ye oyuyazuku zibwa mubafu tulioketu balirenga katonde bibala. So if we were having an old nature and this new nature. If... Ntikatisinga tubatulina chinechukule chikade atene chukule chipia. If we were married to Jesus and that sinful nature at the same time. Chitegeza ntitubanga abayi ingira mbufumbo na yesu atenga tuchalira mbufumbo nechukula chidi echikade kusawa yemu. That would be polygamy, that's wrong. And the... Kachitegeza uvuja kubabu enzi atecho chibachichamu. This is what this is talking about. It's just another verification that your old sinful nature is gone. Kati echo wechitecho wandiki wachichikujira uchino kwe kujira yokula ganti o chukula chochidi echikade chagenda. The only reason that Christians are still committing sin Ira ensonga yokalu wacha bakurista yobaba kiriza bachakola ebibi is not because their nature compels them to do it it's because they haven't renewed their mind Sirwa kubanti no echukula chabwe echechi chabaletero bache kibasindikirizo okwono na naye lwakubante banaza bujjando woza zaabwe they haven't got into the word of god and changed the way they think as a man thinks in his heart so is he tebanna tebanne malira mu chigambo cha katondo kulabanga ndoweza zaabwe zichusibwa kubanga chawandikwa chigamba ndio muntu nga bwaloweza mutima gwe bwato bwali proverbs 23:7 and so the moment you get your mind renewed you don't have to live under this sin anymore ingira biri musatu musanvu norocho buli woletering ndoweza zokubanga zidizibwo bujja toyinza kusigala nate ngo tamlira mu chibira ngo fugibwe chibina te you don't have to be bound by these things. In verse 5, it says, For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sin which were by the law did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. 
I've said this earlier. Ntio kwego mba okubi okuli woru wa mateka kwa koranga mubitundu vya fe nekubalirango kufa ebibala. Chirono nacho gendeko mkusoka. But it bears repeating. I'm aware that not every person watches this program every single day. Na ye ndoza ninoku chida mkubanga nzikirizanti budirunaku waba waba pia waba watuwe gata kuku programu eno. But I've said before that the law wasn't given to set us free from sin. But it was it was given to allow sin to so dominate us and condemn us that it made us despair of self-salvation. So the law wasn't given to set us free. It was given to bind us. And I've already used scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15, 56. Where it says the strength of sin is the law. Second Corinthians 3 7, the law was a ministration of death. Second Corinthians 3 9 says the law was a ministration of condemnation. And under the new covenant, Romans 8, 1, there is now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. In Romans chapter 3, verse 19, the law stopped our mouth from making excuses. It made us guilty before God. It gave us a knowledge of sin. Romans chapter 4, verse 15. The law gave, uh, released wrath. All of these things were necessary to bring us to a place of despairing of ever trying to save ourselves. But the law wasn't given to set you free. It was given to amplify sin. And make sin overcome you. Somebody says, well, why would God do something like that? Because the truth is, sin had already defiled us. It had already overcome us. And we just weren't aware of it. We were comparing ourselves with other people, thinking I'm better than they are. God's got to accept somebody. So therefore, I'm sure he'll accept me. That is deception. You needed to be brought out of this deception. And so how did he do it? 
HE GAVE YOU A STANDARD THAT WAS SO HOLY, SO PURE, NOBODY EXCEPT JESUS HAS EVER MEASURED UP TO THE LAW. YAINO KUKUWA ECHIGERA, ECHIRI WAGURU DALA, ECHITUKIRI VUDALA, ECHIZIBU DALO KUTUKA KO NGOMUNTU YEKEA SOBOLO KUCHIKOLA YEYESU YATEKA WE ECHIGERECHO, ECHIWANGULA MATEKA. AND IT CONDEMNED YOU AND MADE YOU THINK, WELL, IF THIS IS WHAT GOD DEMANDS, Kati amateka guwegawe wa agugegale tokusaliru omuntu omusango ngaga agamba vanangi. Chechino katonda cheyeta aga chechine chigere chitufu. Then God have mercy on me. Ay vanangi suchi sovole la suchi yinza norecho katonda munangi mkwatiwe chisa. You know, let's just imagine that you were in a building that had like a 20-foot tall ceiling. Njaka nakale tuchukube mu akafana nyitikalo limu chizimbe na inga chirina ceiling impamvu dara. And if somebody walked in with a gun and says, all right, I'm going to kill every person that can't jump and touch the ceiling. Katisinga omuntu, ayingirane mundu na agamanti, ngenda kubo omuntu sasiwano, yena, atasobole kubuka na kuna kusiringi wagulumu kasoria. Did you know if you had a couch potato in there that it just, you know, could barely get around, they might only jump six inches off the ground. Ochimanyi ntisinga muwa mnyumbe yo, mulimu omuntu asingo kubo omumpi. Abata sobole ya kodara inza kubuka, kainchi kaibuyincho kufakutaka. You could have a Michael Jordan in there that could jump higher than anybody else, but they aren't going to jump 20 feet. Chokate ila uinza nukubayo no muntu omubusi enyo katinga ulaba Mike Jordan anga musajja mubusi dala na yate na hii asura kubuka webu yinchi buyinchi okuva kutaka. And if this minimum requirement was 20 feet, katisinga echitandiki wako obechi disemelo dalechi okuba wansi biyari ebigera abiri. Then we're all going to die. Chitegeza, fena, fena, papa mchisengecho, tuba tuliba kufa. And in a sense, that's what the law was. There were some people, see, that were better. They were reaching higher. And... Mungeri ya muwe ndala na mateka buwega tuwegali. Ntualuwa bantu, abera banganti, obabobori yao, baliko waguru. Closer and further to God than others. And so because of it, they thought, well, I'm okay. Ngapapana banti, ah, as the watch it in sembele, desembele, deko katonda. Na yata walangereba gama, mm, zera nangu wanowendi ya dea deko. But it really doesn't matter if you can only get six inches off the ground or if you can jump 12 feet. Nenga kankugame nte chukola makuru wabagobuse bigere kumina mukaga obe bigere kumina musamvu neda. Nobody can jump that 20 feet just standing there on the ground. E chukulu chirinti wabate wali muntu ye na asobala kubuka bigere abiri okuva kutaka. And if that was the minimum requirement then we're all gonna die. Ata singa e bigere abiri chechoka e chabanga china okubanga fena tutuka kuchitegeza fena abale medotu Basically, the law said, here is God's standard, and it was perfection, and nobody has ever lived up to perfection. And the purpose of it was to take away any comparing of ourselves and saying, I'm better, Therefore, God's got to accept me. Norecho amateka echigendo chago chali chakubanti gajja wokuwe geregele nyoko na wokuwe umuntu kwa inzo kugamanti mzikali banangi ndi wade wade konorecho katika tona za teke duo kuzikiriza. No, it was to make you so condemned that you would just say, Oh God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Eteka teliai na korecho. Waula liyali na kule tila kulirango. Salinu wamu sangonti olemere dua. Notuko gamanti mukama. Mbotofu nemere dua. Nkwati wabu kwati wachisa. Echa mazima chiri ndi mwono nyi. You know, I heard a story 
about a man who went to heaven and an angel met him at the gate. Omanyi na ulira ko lugero olwo musajje yagenda muguru na sanga malaika nga mulinze kuwankachi weguru. And said uh, you know you got to pass this test. Namugamanti otekedwa no before you can get in. And the guy said, hey, no problem, man. I've been holy. I've lived. And for God my whole life. And so they said, all right, you've got to make a hundred points. And the guy said, no problem. So the very first question was, they said, did you go to church? And the guy said, he showed him his, you know, attendance pen. He had had perfect attendance for 20 years or something. And says, man, I never missed a service. He says, good, that's worth one half of a point. And he said, one half of a point. The next question was, you know, did you tie? Oh yeah, I tie. Well, that's one half of a point. And the next question was, did you, were you faithful to your mate? Oh. Yeah, I love my mate. I never cheated on her. They said that's worth one point. Anyway, after about 10 questions, he had five points. And all of a sudden, he says, man, if this is the, if this is the way you're grading me, well, then God have mercy on me. And all of a sudden, the angel says, come on in. Amen. Like that's what we were trying to do is to get you to plead for mercy and not try and get in based on your own goodness. See, that's what the law is all about. The law is to get you to quit trusting in yourself. So, again, in Romans chapter 7, verse 5, When we were in the flesh, the motions of sin which were by the law. This is saying that the law actually strengthens sin. 1 Corinthians 15, 56. It gave motions to sin. It gave opportunity to sin. Did you know that the law actually activates sin? 
Ochimanyi nti amateka mubutufu gegawa ne chibi amanyo bagegawa chibi okubanga kitandiko okukola. I honestly don't have a great way to describe this but I have seen this every one of us have experienced this I remember when I was a kid you know that you would dare people you can't do this you're a sissy you can't and the moment you begin to insult and say you can't do this something would rise up inside of people and they say bless God I'm going to do it and I believe it's because God made us to not live under rules and regulations. He made us for freedom and all of these rules and restrictions. The law law were a reaction a result of sin but there's something inside of people that just does not want to be made to do something and if you tell a person thou shalt not do this just boom instantly that person starts lusting it gives motion to sin that sin starts desiring to violate these laws. Ngambie, 0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0